Welcome back. I'm Ben. And I'm Carrie Nikolai. We're realtors with Coldwell Banker Seward here in Wisconsin Rapids. Yes, we yes. are. Today is Thursday, the 5th of March. Welcome back. It's Is it the Ides of March yet or too soon? Oh, I'm not going to go into that. I think that's the 15th. Okay. I have to research 17th again. is my favorite day of the month. Yes, because it's St. Patrick's Day, but that's not quite here yet. So we're, no. we're still in winter. We right? are. Uh, it, it was no. raining today. It was warm and raining today. It was warm was and great. raining, which is what we want. So every Wednesday we do tour. Yes. So we had two houses on tour, and there was fantastic. This is, it's starting to feel like spring where houses are coming onto the market. And they're going off just as fast. Just as fast, yeah. So we had 521 Garfield Street for 169900 And that was a really cool house. It was a ranch home. It didn't really have a basement. So True. when we say didn't really have a basement, it's not like we couldn't find the basement. But it had like a, just a small little area. So it was probably like a 10 by 10 room or was it 12 by 12? With a full height With basement. With a full height. And that's where the utilities were. Right. And that's where the utilities were. And that was the only part of the basement. The rest of it was done on a slab. And there was a crawl space for that, that area. So that's where we kind of do the, it kind of had a basement, but not really. It was quite functional. The house is really big. It was cut into a bunch of different parts, um, you know, bedrooms down a hallway, and then you had a large living space and a kitchen as well. And it had a very big, beautiful sunroom. Yeah. So it, it was kind of nice. You you had the sleeping quarters on, on one side, and then you had the kitchen kind of in the middle with the family on the other side. So it was laid out a little bit more different than what we're used to seeing a traditional ranch home. So that was kind of nice to to see. It had a different feel. It had a nice wood fire fireplace in there. They yeah. did bring the washer and dryer up from the basement and bring that into the family room. So they did kind of they put up a wall, partitioned it off. Yep. yep. So there there is that that possibility if you didn't really want to have that because in the laundry room there was a beautiful little buffet area. Mm-hmm. So could be if I don't want to have the wash and dryer upstairs yet. I can move that back downstairs, and I can have take out the wall. And it wasn't, yeah, it, it was really easy, something that could be done, could right. be put back into place. And they did it to the point where if you didn't know that the wall shouldn't have been there, it looked like the wall should have been there the whole entire time. Yeah, and it didn't really take up that much space. No, no. So it was, it was really nice. They only took, I want to say it was probably a four-by-four four chunk out of the living room to do that main floor laundry. Then next we went over to 5892 Sarah Circle. Now it's listed for 285000 Yes, 285000 yes. That was Carolyn's. She yep. was excited about it. That's a really nice house. It was a very beautiful home. So that home, I mean, every single window that you looked out, you looked over the property. So it was a ranch-style home, had a walkout basement. So every single room, like I said, you look over the property. It kind of gave you that illusion of being on a second story of a home overlooking your property, even though you're on the main floor. And it was gorgeously appointed. It was well done. The trim, the fittings, it was, it, it's great. It definitely, that $285,000 price point. Mm-hmm. Um, the neighborhood's fairly quiet. Sarah Circle is an offshoot there, so it's not quite a cul-de-sac, but it's like a loop around, almost like a subdivision, but smaller. Mm-hmm. So, I mean. 
And I think that it uh, overlooks Five Mile Creek. Yes, it does. So it's got some frontage on there. Um, she had mentioned that it was a pie shape, so small in the front and quite large in the back. So again, your your yard kind of grows as you're looking out. So again, I mean, it was a really beautiful home. Yeah. And then we have a listing. We do. 661 Williams Street. Street. Yes. Street. Over in Buren. Over in Buren. So it's a beautiful four-bedroom home. Four-bedroom, two full bath, plus a half bath yet, too. So it's really nice. Two on the main floor, two on the upstairs with that very large half bath yeah. in the middle. Yeah, you get space right connected with the dining room so you can be doing your, your cooking or whatnot at the island. It's very spacious. Mm-hmm. And then still have the family over in that, that family. The back room with the wood-burning fireplace. Yep, and you can see right exactly what they're doing, and you can even see out onto the backyard. And if you really, if you needed to divide and, divide and conquer, you still have that front family room yet, too. So it had two family rooms, which right. is really nice. It has the kitchen in the middle. You can play referee while trying to get supper ready as the kids each have their own corners, exactly. which is great. Yeah, with the four bedrooms, you know, you could fit a, a bunch of kids in there. You know, family comes over for the holidays. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, two bedrooms on the main floor and then two upstairs? Two upstairs. Mm-hmm. So even if you're looking for main floor living, this has got that and then additional space upstairs. Well, and if you're looking for that ranch home, and so if it's just you and I. So we're looking for a ranch home, but we need to have some space for when the kids come over. There's enough space on the main floor that you and I could could be and not even have to touch the upstairs space right and even in the basement there's a bonus room in the basement yet too that's got a lot of storage plus the other bonus storage room yet too i mean there's storage all over the place i cannot say how much storage space that there is because there's storage space well the house looks fairly unassuming and small from the outside Mm -hmm. but it's the doctor who and the tardis it's bigger on the inside and it really is it's it's expansive i think it was 2300 square feet is like total. Just about, yeah. So again, looks really small on the outside, but once you get into it, it's like, wow, there's a lot of space here. And we've got that listed for 127. Yes. 127,000. Yeah. So Great. if you have any questions on that, you can give us a call and we'd be happy to set up that showing for you. Definitely. Now we're excited. We're starting to have guests on the show. Mm-hmm. So we had Mayor Zach stop by and we, we talked to him a little bit. So we're going to cut to that now. All right. Well, you guys enjoy. All right. Well, welcome back. Carrie Nikolai with Cola Banker Seawart Realtors. And today I have exchanged Ben for a new surprise guest. <laughs> so today I am very happy to introduce our Honorable Mayor Zach Brewing of Wisconsin Rapids. Thanks for and having me. This is really great. I We've been trying to get you down here in the basement and just kind of talk about things that are going on in Wisconsin Rapids. They are. And we figured you are the number one person who knows what's going on in town. Sure. So that's probably, you know, good guess, probably a good guess. That's probably right on. (laughs) I really would hope you know what's going on. Yeah, right. So we came up with four really great topics that we're going to talk about. We're going to break, you know, some of this all up later on. So our first topic we're going to talk about today is the water park, Mm -hmm. the great aquatic center. Mm -hmm. Now, do we have like an official name for it yet? Or are we still working on an official name? That's a great question. Much like I think the Wisconsin Rapids area with its parts and pieces is somewhat struggling with an identity crisis sometimes, right? When you've got sub-municipalities and such. But the Aquatic Center itself, it's much more of a recreational center than it is just a pool uh, or a water park. I know amongst kids, it looks like a water park because they see slides. Uh, amongst us planners and, and from the city, it's a recreational center. So an official 
official name has not been settled for the facility. We've been working with donors on uh, naming aspects of the facility. Okay. Um, so at this point, it's looking like it's going to be the Wisconsin Rapids Recreational Center or Wisconsin Rapids Aquatic Center is probably the, the more likely name. Now, there's some really good key, key kind of takeaways on, on this water park. We keep calling it a water park. Yeah. But we do have a rentable facility that's attached to this. Mm-hmm. So when it's my turn to have the Christmas here at the house and I now can't fit the 20 people in my home, I can now rent out that facility and have Christmas over there at that place. We'd have plenty of parking. Right. Is there going to be like a small kitchenette for people to use? Kind of what does that, that rentable space kind of entail? Well, you really touched on a really important point that if the city was going to make an investment such as this scale, it needed to serve a variety of users with a lot of different uh, benefits when it comes to uh, just beyond swimming, right? Mm-hmm. And so you you mentioned the the reservable rental uh, shelter, the the community room, I guess is some somewhat what we're calling it now. Um, it's actually a, a room that scale is about a hundred at capacity, uh, and that can also be broken in half, so we can split up into two user groups at a particular time. There will also be provisions for people to bring in Nescos and other type of um, of uh, kitchen uh, materials. And then there's also going to be a small kitchenette for some of the cleaning up after a community. So we're not going to be able to make the dinner there. We would just there have to bring it. There will not be a full commercial kitchen, okay. right, for private use. Now there is adjacent concessions, but that's generally for the purposes of, of producing the concessions. Okay. Yeah. Good question. All right. Uh, but we're really excited about the meeting room because a lot of city facilities over the course of summer are occupied. Uh, mm-hmm. So whether it's Helen's Zoo House over at the zoo, uh, Robinson Park, many of those facilities, while they're um, not for season, they're generally occupied in the summer months. And so this facility, because again, we were going to make the investment in the bathhouse building, what could we construct adjacent to it that might serve another community need? And and reservable shelter space is is certainly one of those needs that continues to rise to the top. And the really great thing is this water facility is really looking at that birth to 90 plus years old. I'm going to say 90 90 plus years old because we're looking at, we've got a zero entry walk-in. So Mm -hmm. that way you do, you can get those those infants getting Mm -hmm. used to being in the water and then also you're looking at the, I'm going to call them the 40 plus year olds, mm-hmm. which is I am part of. and But you're looking at the aspects of health and wellness yet too. Yeah. So you do have an opportunity where that has the lazy river. If we walked it backwards, you have that resistance training mm-hmm. where you can have those nice small areas where you can actually have some fitness yet to on top of it. So if you didn't want to do a lap swim, but you wanted to have something else, there are other opportunities within this water facility to to partake That's right. for all age groups. And I think a lot of that, it was mentioned this morning on Sun, with Sunrise Rotary, okay. that we're missing that. We're mm-hmm. missing that. It's for all ages. It's not just for the youth. It's great that the Youth Mayor's Council mm-hmm. is involved. They put out this really cute little video. Right. But a lot of people think, oh, it's just for the youth in our city. Mm-hmm. But you really, I mean, the city did a great job of looking at, no, it's going to be for everyone. That's I right. want to reach my 65-year-old grandma. I want her to have an opportunity to go and do something and be able to use that facility as well. Yeah, without question. And I think uh, when when the program guide is officially released, people will be able to see how we truly are serving all generations with the pool facility. Uh, we wouldn't be doing our community a justice. We wouldn't be doing a justice to taxpayers who are the primary investor at this point, a justice if we didn't think about everyone in our community. Uh, and I think, you know, our community has a long history 
history of serving all residents. We've got a great senior center focused on our most uh, elderly in our community that need a place to go to commu- to recreate and to socialize. Uh, and we knew that if we are going to build an aquatic center, we couldn't just serve the narrow summer months, though we love our summers and we, we live do. for our summers, right? Even on a cold, rainy, snowy winter day like today, um, that we have to serve all seasons and all users, all ages. Uh, so you highlighted the one of the pool vessels is the zero depth entry. There are two tot slides in there. So building some tolerance and some experience for those parents or, or, or guardians that are looking to build some water safety skills and, and get kids or young, really young people experienced and trusting to be in the water. Um, there's also a splash and spray area. So not all that different than the, the splash pad okay. uh, on the uh, on the west side near um, uh, midfield that we're going to have some of those spray features in there. So there are two sl- tot slides, zero depth entry. And there's also another unique feature in that pool, the small uh, kiddie pool. And that is a uh, tot lazy river. It'd be the first of its kind in a municipal facility where uh, parents can take kids through kind of a winding uh, discovery lazy river. So it's kind of fun. That's it's gonna be really it's cool. obviously really shallow, but it'll serve all residents uh, at that particular age group. And then, as you mentioned, you get into the the, the second pool, which is, um, and, and I'll mention why we se- separated or segregated the pools is when you have one tank pool, as we've been accustomed to in our city's past, if there was a fecal incident or a, a cut, an open wound, we had to shut the pool down. Yeah. And nobody wants to have to get to evacuate out of the pool when they're having a fun summer day. Because again, you don't have many, many of those throughout the summer. So we wanted to segregate the play and the users. So that way, if we had to shut a pool down, we could just shut the one down. Uh, and then we don't have to staff that. I mean, there's a lot of flexibility with that. Which is really uh, good. So it if is. it's a slow day, you know, not that hot out, we yep. can close one, but still have a couple of them still open. That's right. Which is really great. I mean, that's really a lot of forward thinking mm-hmm. of instead of just looking at the here and now, but what if you look at the what if and go, okay, we're going to plan for the what if. Yep. And that's why, you know, I think I'll give credit to the great amount of thinkers that have been involved in the project thus far. You know, the city isn't doing this and building this alone, right? We're using some very skilled pool designers as well as park and recreational designers. They just recently, the project that's most similar to this is the pool that Appleton constructed, uh, the Herb family pool. So if uh, residents have been there or visited Appleton, very similar pool. And so we, we took a lot of the lessons learned and the best practices that they had experienced and incorporated into the design of our own pool, staffing being one of them, right? As you mentioned, if we decide to shut down a kiddie pool or maybe only open at certain parts of the day, we don't need to staff a lifeguard there at that Mm -hmm. pool the entire time. So there's some efficiencies that can be gained out of the design process. Um, The other pool that's really excited, and you talked about the lazy river in the, in the main pool, uh, it's a little deeper than, than most traditional lazy rivers and that'll serve the water walking users. So uh, if seniors or adults want to do, um, a water walk against the current. Uh, we can do that and open the pool a little earlier without having to open it uh, or have it open during regular business hours because you're going to be competing against kids running around and all the energy uh, that they have to burn off. Uh, there'll be some basketball hoops in that pool as well. And there's a um, rock climbing wall in that pool is. as well? Well, that's the third pool. Oh, that's the yeah. third pool. Okay. Yep. So that'll be the deeper pool. Uh, that'll be a little bit... Um, uh, uh, narrower than a lap pool, but it'll offer some lap swim as well as a diving well, uh, the the rock climbing wall, which will be very unique to a pool facility where people can climb up the wall and then fall off back into the pool. Uh, and then there's also a mini zip line. Uh, oh, nice. It doesn't take people across the pool, but it takes people out into the pool. So it's another uh, attractive feature. So that way, as time goes on, people don't get bored with the features of just a simple tank style pool. And if I remember right, all these features can be interacted with 
the what's over at the mead splash pad so we mm-hmm. can take this everything from that splash pad and switch it up with this with the kiddies with the kiddie the, pool, the kiddie mm-hmm. pool yep. and w- on the outside of the pool we, we've got some fun things going on over there we'll, we'll hit mm-hmm. on that one yeah. but we have the nice thing is it is all interchangeable now have we really talked with uh, the other municipalities to find out like i know rome has a splash pad mm-hmm. is there a where is there a way to share some of the, that stuff so that way maybe we share with rome we get rome stuff and you know we keep it for for a month and the next month we get our stuff back and sure. maybe share with nakusa i know that they have a splash pad as well yep. is there talk of that of kind of sharing it just to kind of keep things fresh there have been talk about it early on and because all of our splash pads are new we haven't talked about interchanging them yet just because i think people's people haven't grown uh, tired of the the features that are in each and i'm not certain of the design elements of how different they are but i would imagine there are some similarities but yeah that's that's definitely an option we know certainly between the splash pad and the pool that that was a priority that they could be interchanged uh, as time goes on mm-hmm. okay okay so the outside yeah. so the outside of the pool area is really unique mm-hmm. and i think this is really awesome we have it set up where there is a splash pad at that location yep but then also we're going to talk about the winter months mm-hmm. because we said that this is open year round right so year round means that winter time uh, we're just getting out of winter. Cross my fingers. Yeah, let's hope. Usually, you know, the 17th of March is where my my line in the sand is. So <laughs> we're getting close to that point. Your patience but, is thin. Yeah, my mm-hmm. patience is thin. But we're looking at, we've got a couple hockey. Now, hockey is starting to become really popular here in the Rapids area mm-hmm. with the River Kings and with the youth hockey. Right. So there's going to be a little bit of the hockey rink that's going to be going on. We have mm-hmm. a low board. Now, I'm not exactly sure what a low board is, so sure. you might need to explain that one to me. Yeah. Well, so you're familiar with the hockey that's played at the rink, the ice yeah. rink, and that is generally a, a high board situation where um, you've got you know higher boards for the, the perimeter of the facility, and a low board hockey is a little less aggressive. It's meant to be a bit more of a leisure activity versus a, a competitive game. Not that you can't play a We can't check of, on on these boards, well, I take it. I can't or... say that, you know, <laughs> I'm not sure how aggressive, you know, uh, if I'm playing, I, I don't particularly like to be smashed around too much playing hockey, but, uh, you know, folks that, that want to do that stuff can. Um, but yeah, it's meant to be more of a recreational leisure, leisure facility, not all that different than what's at Robinson Park today. Okay. Um, so we wanted to get those activities co-located again. So there'll be, in addition to the hockey, there's also the leisure skating. So there are two segregated areas. Knowing that hockey users, as you mentioned, a little more aggressive, um, that the uh, the actual leisure skaters, the figure, not figure skaters, but the recreational skaters. I just want to go um, out and just kind of skate Yeah, skate for there. an hour and, and, you know, rent some skates. And, and get a cup of hot chocolate and just be out do- or outdoors and be active. Yeah, those users are very different. So we wanted to separate them, but yet keep those facilities in a similar facility. Okay, like, so like you mentioned litter. rent skates. So yeah. I'm going to kind of backtrack a little bit about mm-hmm. this. Um, so if I'm cleaning out my basement and I find out that I have five pairs of hockey skates or I have five pairs of regular skates that I'm no longer using, is sure. this something that I could donate to the city and that they can just put into the rentable area so that way you do have that or yeah we do have an inventory today uh, because we um we previously had uh uh, leisure ice skating at the park there but we also moved it over to mead field uh this year and we've had actually two facilities over time so we've had skate rental in our in in the city's past and we continue we plan to continue to operate it knowing that not everybody owns skates right Mm -hmm. and that's a big barrier for folks to make an investment in ice skates that you may or may not use all that often through the winter so whether it's the city yeah i'm not sure depending on the the inventory that we have, or uh, I'd say the ice rink, people are always looking to pick up skating and to try it for the first time and, 
they may not want to make that initial investment. So I think between us or them, you may want to pick up the phone and see if we'll take those off your hands. Sounds good. Yeah. I have to do a little bit of cleaning out of the right. basement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and then- I think the other thing I want to mention too, related to the, the winter use, um, when you mentioned that year round aspect, the admissions area, so where folks will enter to use the pool is the same area that folks will use as winter warming. Okay. So it'll have a rubberized floor. So it's protective of skates um, and that, and that'll be the area. There's a restroom in there. Uh, so for folks that want to rent skates or warm up, uh, that'll be also uh, dual purpose uh, as it relates and, and to again, the And again, you know, just that they're pre-planning most of the yeah. time, you know, back in the day, they would plan it, well, here's our winter house and here's our summer house. Mm. You know, being able to put those two homes, two houses together so that way we're building one structure, we're saving the money, and we're able to use it year round. Exactly. Yeah. So it's it's trying to stretch that public investment further without having to duplicate our efforts. Mm-hmm. Uh, same goes for the multi-purpose room. When you talked about a maybe a holiday gathering or something, it'll be available year round is my understanding. Um, I don't think we're, there's going to be a period where we're going to close it because we're going to have to keep the place plowed and, and things year round. Um, and then the concession area has the ability to be open uh, for some time beyond just the actual uh, summer summer months or the park months, which is also exciting. So when are we looking at opening? So when is our, our projected opening sure. date? Do we have one? Yeah. The contract that we have with our contractor, the builder, is June 3rd. Okay. Um, that's when they'll turn the keys over to us. And so depending upon how late winter lingers, because the, the two items that didn't get done last fall were curb and gutter and okay. asphalt for the parking lots. So provided that those things get get done in fairly short order, come April or May, we should be in line to, to take the keys on June 3rd or, or soon thereafter. Uh, we're also scheduling a pool certification course for, I believe, the 6th of June. So it's likely that all of our staff will be fully certified. Those that are coming back from college to work okay. the facility, well, then we'll open up shortly thereafter. So around the 8th of June is, is what I'm understanding as of today. So on past ribbon cuttings at our water splash pad that we did over yep. there, we managed to talk you into going and getting a little wet in a suit and tie. <laughs> Are there plans for doing the same thing at this water park? Well, I'll keep the surprise. I'll, we'll, okay. We're going to hold the suspense on that because we we think it's it's a great moment to to really bring community members together and to celebrate the facility. So we've got a couple of things we're planning for the grand opening and, and formally that ribbon cutting. So I'm pretty excited about it. That's good. I am definitely <laughs> making sure that I am there so we can good. determine whether or not this is going to be another, <laughs> let's check out our mayor getting all wet in a suit and tie. That's I mean, right. Yeah. That I think that the video that I, that I did of that, yeah. I got so many views on. It sure. of just, oh my gosh, our mayor did that in a suit yeah. and tie. I, mean, I think everybody there, I mean, the kids were surprised. And just having that that nice interaction, it's mm-hmm. great to have a mayor who will just get wet and yeah. go play with the kids in, in the water and just kind of go, so I'm in a suit and tie. That's right. Well, the, this we, is what the job have, requires. We're all a kid at heart. And I <laughs> exactly. felt that, that day was a moment for us to really celebrate. And it was and really, there was a spare, a spare of the moment yeah. thing. It was just kind of like a, I'll do it if you do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was a it was a blast. And, you know, there's so many other things to celebrate with the facility. But just having aquatics accomplished in this community was a 20-year effort, right? Mm-hmm. If not longer. Longer. And our city has always had swimming pools. So we deserve to have swimming facilities again. And I, I've thought over the last couple of years since we have had a swimming pool there I know that there are children in our community that haven't got swim lessons and mm-hmm. that that bothers me now I don't have children of myself but I've got nieces and nephews who really I 
get concerned about. You know, I fortunately grew up having swim lessons. My parents prioritized getting me at uh, swim lessons at Lincoln High School or at the city pool. And I know that there are, are kids that are not fa- not getting that opportunity today. So this will finally uh, be a moment of celebration just from that standpoint as well. Yeah. And are we looking at doing some sort of a scholarship program where if a family cannot afford to have those classes, because I'm sure that there's going to be yeah. a cost in, in, into yeah. it, that we're going to be having a, you know what, if you need, if you need assistance, the city is going to provide it. So that way we can make sure that all of our residents can swim and are safe yeah, near water. That's right. And that's a great point you raised because the the one of the main tenets of the whole idea and the city council affirmed was it needs to be affordable and it needs to be accessible for everyone in our community. It's a public facility. You know, our streets don't discriminate on who gets to use them, nor should our aquatic center. And I think we're going to be rolling out some more information on the scholarshiping or the the support for folks that that have more of a a financial need uh, than the general public. Uh, Also on rates, all the rates have been set for day and season pass rates uh, within the very near future. In fact, I just signed a contract recently, we're, we're getting the software to be able to take on season pass sales. So we're going to be announcing that so people can come down to City Hall, sign up for their season pass, get their photos taken to their family and their kids. So that way, when they show up to the pool, all they have to do is scan their, their, their badge and, and get into the pool. Awesome. Yeah. That's going to be really great to see. Cool. So it was great having Zach back. Yes, it was. Um, there's a lot of stuff that's exciting about the city, and it's, it's really cool to get you know the mayor's perspective. It is. And to be able to ask, you know, those very direct questions of, you know, how does this all happen? And that, there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes, too. Mm-hmm. So we hope you enjoyed that. There'll be more to come. Yes, definitely. So this weekend, there's a bunch of stuff going on. The big to-do is WIAA has got the state gymnastics meet. Yes. So that's Friday, Saturday. And, and Sunday. It might I think Sunday might just be the awards. So if you're into gymnastics, look for that all around the city. Mm-hmm. And are the River Kings playing hockey this weekend? I don't think so because it was playoffs last weekend. Okay. I'm not sure how the playoffs work, if that means that they advance to the next round because they won, and then the next round is the next week or if they play during the weekday. But I don't think they're playing here. Okay. So we'll have to look into that. Okay. Oh. Um, Saturday Ceramics clay sculpting and then it's youth art month over at nakusa public school on sunday mm-hmm. 1 p.m which will be kind of fun to see yeah um we don't have any open houses scheduled right now nope next weekend i believe we're going to be doing our open house on william street but we got to confirm that up with our seller fantastic yeah so stay tuned for that find us on all the social media whatnot yeah visit myrapids.com Perfect. MyRapids.com is excellent. All right. We'll see you next week and have a great Central Wisconsin day. Bye-bye.